Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast, coming to you with another concert review, coming to you live from our car, joined as always by the wife. Say hi, wife. My car. Hi. Our car. My car. His Russian car. He's our car. <laughs> so we just got done with our first concert of 2024. We just got to see the first date of the Sum 41 Farewell Tour, which is a warm-up show. So it is a mixture of joy and sadness here in the car. Um, Sum 41, a very important band to us, I think, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, very much so. I'd say this is probably one of the best bands you introduced me to. And I mean that in all seriousness. Like, I adore this band a lot. Like, they are one of the best rock bands you could go see and as we'll find out as I hope you find out by the end of this review you should go see them before the year is over because yes. they are doing their before farewell they tour retire retire yes I, I I would put that in quotation marks like the wife is doing because they're at the top of their game they're not I wouldn't call them young men anymore I'd say middle-aged yeah middle-aged but good in shape middle-aged dudes um I think it should be a hiatus I think he Derek just needs to, wants to spend some time with his kids and you know what I can't fault him for that he wants to be a dad for a bit but man what we saw tonight they're just yeah. at the top of their fucking game and they've only gotten better each time we've seen them so let's do a little uh, I, I don't know how much history you want to do with the time we time we got do you want to talk about like the, you remember the first time you heard Sum 41 um I think I was in junior high high school and it was I was watching Fuse they were one of the first bands that like I got into myself outside of like what my parents were listening to which was like 60s music and 90s country <laughs> so it was a lot different so 41 is like pop punk band leaning more punk more metal even yeah, more punk and metally um, from the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, yeah, so I got started in junior high, high school. High school. Remember seeing, um, is it, which one is the one with the action figures? Oh, Hell Song. Hell Song, yeah. That's the, that's the first video I remember seeing of theirs. And I just thought it was awesome. And that's where it all began. Yeah. Um, so I didn't like actually start listening actively until I met you. Um, that, oh. that that was, uh, I'd say the reunion record is what really did it for me. Well, not it's not even that they really broke up. They were just kind of, it was their comeback. It was the 13 Voices album. That was what sucked me in big time. And seeing them on that tour, it was just an amazing experience. It made me a huge fan. But I had heard of them before that. I knew Fat Lip. Um, Fat Lip is kind of an inescapable thing, I think, when you're a teenager. That song is just ubiquitous. And then, of course, I watch American Pie movies. Yeah, their songs are American. So, yeah, I this is just a band that, like, I kind of... What I loved about them was, like, they were pop punk, but there was some metal there. And I didn't realize that there was a lot of metal there until you showed me stuff like Chuck and some of the deeper cuts on Does This Look Infected. Like... I don't know why, but for, like, we, we won't delve too much into this. This is for another podcast, but I felt embarrassed to, like, pop punk when I was a kid. I don't know why. 
we'll, we'll, we can dissect that at a later date. So I thought In Too Deep and like Fat Lip were cool, but like I I don't know if I should be listening to this. You thought it was too girly. I thought even though I thought it was girly. It was, <laughs> it was just I don't know. Like when you're listening to Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. But didn't you like like All Time Low and shit like that too? Well, that came later. Okay. And that and, and a girl did that to me. So I I was uh. Under the influence? I'm going to say, somebody is easily influenced. Well, I was, yes. By certain things. By certain things. Certain th- things will make you do funny things, but, um... I, I will say, say I did discover a great band because of that. All Time Low was great, and I... You know, tastes evolved. My tastes have evolved a lot. It's not all about being the hardest anymore. Although, some 41 is pretty hard. Let's get into the show. Um... I don't have much to say about the venue or the opening band. We It's a fucking hipster venue. Tiny hipster venue. Uh, the tables are bottle service, if that gives you any idea. This is not a punk $200 venue. $200 bottle you service. You spend at least $200. This is not a punk venue in the traditional sense. It is a, a hip club. In fact, there's a Taylor Swift dance party going on right now. That's yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen. It's 9.52. The show's over, and we're heading home. It's not 9.52. Oh, oh, that's our arrival time. It's 9.41, <laughs> so it's even earlier than that. <laughs> it's supposed... I think it was supposed to start at 10, so it hasn't started yet. Yeah. They're kicking out the... The, the riffraff. Yeah. The, the, the people that like the loud guitar music. This, I will say that the people who were up in the bottle service area looked like they belonged more at the Taylor's of Dance Party. The fucking blonde moms from La Jolla who were more interested in the cultural experience that was the riffraff, as you said, moshing than they were the band. So we were being observed by, like, paleontologists? We were, we were. Yeah, we were, like, being... Anthropologists. 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 There we Anthropology. We're not dinosaurs, Alex. We, 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 <laughs> Paleontologists. <laughs> I don't know. Some people would say I'm getting older. I mean, I did feel like I had little arms because we were so crushed, but... Yeah, it was. We were packed in like sardines tonight, weren't we? But, yeah, we? no, we were... We were a social experiment. All of the, the hoity-toity blonde La moms were like taking videos of the crowd rather than the band because they were they just looked like appalled. See, I completely missed that shit. Yeah, I was watching the band. I mean, I was too, but I, I, I'm a people watcher. Yeah. Opening band was called Rose Colored World. Um, they were pretty good. Yeah. They're not bad. I like their male singer better than I think they just need to <laughs> just get rid of her and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were fine. I, I think they've got a lot. They've got growing to do, but when they grow, they're going to be a pretty good band. Yeah, I mean, because like the the male singer was only singing like the choruses. Like, well, he had some verses. He had some verses. On like but, nobody home. Yeah, but like I was waiting for him, her to stop singing and for him to sing, and then I was like. Okay, there's the song. <laughs> Man with the Fro is much better. Yeah, he was he, he was much better than her. But yeah, I think they like I would be interested in looking into the yeah, little If they if they put out an album, I'll give it a try. Yeah. They played about a half hour, then we had a nice brisk half hour changeover where we returned to uh, vestiges of the pop punk past, all the usual suspects you can expect now to hear at a show. The Middle by Jimmy World, Basket Case by Green Day, The Anthem by Good Charlotte, Misery Business, Misery Business. and this is, I'm not really complaining about it because I do love those songs, and I love that 
seeing get, get a reaction, but people know there were other hits, right? Like, I swear that's like that was the same playlist we heard at Yellow Card, and the same playlist we heard at Newfound Glory, and the same playlist we heard probably. No, Newfound Glory definitely had like a lot more variety, but we digress. We're on this home. Yeah, we do. <laughs> the, to the band, some 41, first day of their farewell tour. Um, Derek is in fine form. Mr. Brown Sound, uh, Dave Brown Sound. He's amazing. Amazing guitarist. He's one, so amazing. Probably one of the best guitarists in the pop punk oh, genre. Yeah. He's a metal guitarist and a pop punk band, and he shreds. Oh, he's so good. Frank Zumo, beast of a drummer. Yes, definitely. And the other guys are great too. I'm sorry, I don't remember their names. Uh, Cone. Cone, the bassist? Or is Cone the guitarist? He's the bassist. The, the other guy is not an original member. He yeah. was added kind of to fill the sound out when they did their their, their comeback. Yeah. But he's good. He's done, he does he plays guitar. He plays keyboards. And he I know he triggles. He was the one who dressed and he looked like his outfit looked made him look like Freddy Krueger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you picked up on that. I saw him and I was like, their their background was like a graveyard, and he had that like striped shirt and that hat, and I was just like. <laughs> the set tonight was uh, We didn't know what we were going to get Like I said, it was the first show of the year But we got all the classics and some nice surprises Opened with the Hell song Back in its uh, opening slot like Which is just exactly like the first time The first two times we saw them Which I think that's where that song belongs personally I really like hearing it that early in the set oh, yeah. I think Swap Because last time we saw them we opened with Motivation Which is not bad, but I think it works better as track two Than it does as track one and then, of course, they played the of uh, the outro of, to motivation was uh, the thrashy part of the song '88. Which, guys, can we finally play that full song before we retire, please? <laughs> I would, I've I've seen you guys. Uh, this was the fifth time I saw them. Uh, they've played that outro every time as a piece of a different song on four, yeah. of, uh, no, a three of the four well, prior shows. Well, there's definitely a camera guy up in the the top because there were like two VIP areas like there's a ground floor a second floor and like a fucking third floor VIP and up in the third floor there was a camera guy and when they were doing this the, the part you're talking about he was encouraging them to mosh and I think they were getting some footage I do think they shot some some b-roll for like a music video or some shit or maybe like yeah. a little documentary he was, he was trying really hard to get people he didn't have to try hard. They fucking responded. I mean, they did, he didn't have to try hard. They were doing it before he was getting Oh, yeah. Too. like There was definitely parts where he really wanted them to do it. He was pushing them, and he got his results. I mean, that, I think like three quarters of that room was a mosh pit at one point. It was. Which isn't saying that much, because it's not that big, but... Well, when you got that many people in that small of a, a space, yeah. it certainly uh, can be imposing, shall we say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a lot. Especially uh, when you're barely over five foot tall. <laughs> yeah, there were, t and even being six foot like two, I could not see Derek sometimes. Well, he's a short man. Yeah, he's tiny. A short lead singer. Um, second time I've seen him not play as much guitar, but you know what? Yeah, he's a he's a good that. front man. He's a really good front man. I, I will notice. I, I have a feeling this. I'm wondering if they're because it's their farewell tour. He's he seems like he's taking on a different. He doesn't have his, his quite as snotty of a personality, like his snotty, punky personality like he did like 
the first, at least the first two times we've seen them. Like, his, his really, like, um, like, fuck you. Nasty. You guys, being, you guys can be louder. Like, being mean almost to the well, crowd. It's not like, it's not being mean. No, it's, I know. It's, it's, just, it's, 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 it's a rock it's and a, roll it's thing. It's a persona. Yeah. But he, he had none of that tonight. Like, he was just, like, trying to be, you know, he was getting people riled up, but it was more, like, out of fun. And he had none of that, like, that snotty, punky persona, which was kind of interesting. Which, I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't mind that. Yeah, no, it didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't a step down at all. No. He's still, like, I think he's one of the best front men in rock. I would put him up there with, like, Dee Schneider and Ozzy Osbourne and Alice Cooper, like, all the, all the great front men of the past. Yeah. He's up there with them. Yeah, he doesn't, he can keep the crowd engaged, but not talk too much. Which is why I like him because some yeah. people talk too much. But he was very, very grateful and very humble, but still very engaging and very energetic. Yeah. Without the snottiness. <laughs> yeah, this was not the same guy we saw in Riverside. No, not at all. <laughs> oh man, that guy was intense, but that guy was really good too. Yeah. Um, it's all been good. It's, it's all been good. Different. It's just different. Oh, so yeah. What is the popo doing? We're gonna pause um, for effect and to take care of ourselves for a second and take care of our creatures but you and to pee but you will be joining us again over some rallies so in the meantime enjoy this instrumental or not instrumental interlude play us out boys recording this time from the safety of our own home we just consumed some uh lovely of the finest cuisine you can get at 10 at night rallies (laughs) 
<laughs> had some chicken wings. The wife had a big Bruford. How you feeling, babe? I'm all right. Excellent. We are here with Winky again. She is one. This is her second time as a podcast guest, technically, I with us. Ask that. No, the first was a uh, Prince. Remember the Prince Paisley Park review? Oh yeah, I guess she, yeah. She was very brand new at that point. So brand new, <laughs> and now she fits right in. <laughs> She's about to okay. <laughs> she might you might hear a little chaotic jingling as we record this, friends. Um, but yeah, so to get back to it. Um, we were just talking about, uh, Derek's, uh, kind of stage presence and the opening of the show with some classics, motivation and, and health song. And we kind of pretty much kept the, uh, I'd say the metal vibe going for quite a bit there because we got, um, we're all to blame. We got, uh, no reason made a welcome return to the set list. We haven't seen them play that since, uh, the first show we saw them do in 2017, was it? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been that long. It's been seven years, if you can believe that. Seven years since we saw them do that. So that song was a welcome return. They were just hitting them out of the park, banger after banger after banger. What do you think of like that opening like run of tunes? Um, I think it was good. I was actually kind of surprised that they kind of started off with some kind of older-ish stuff. Because we were kind of, we had speculated that maybe they were going to try out. Because we didn't really know, like, what to expect with this smaller show. Because it was the only one of its kind. And we were wondering if maybe it was, like, a music video shoot or some kind of, like, special thing. So I was kind of expecting, like, newer stuff or um, something like that. So I was really surprised when they just kind of went into, like, their typical... Um, kind of sequence of things. I wouldn't call it typical. Like, the, like there, like it, it was sequenced a little different. And like I said, no reason was a surprise. And getting world to blame that early was a surprise. So they shook it up a little bit. Yeah, but it wasn't like they're. We were kind of wondering if they were going to showcase some of the newer stuff. Which they did technically. Up next, they played the two singles. They played landmines. Yeah, but they had already been and singles rise up but that was the first time they played him did you hear him say that yeah i did and they went over pretty well the the audience knew landmines pretty well and was singing along yeah which was great and then um rise up got a nice reaction because that's you know i think the crowd loved the metal or the heavier pit pit friendly songs Mm -hmm. that's really really get them going and so yeah those two tracks were great and it got me really excited for the album i just wish they'd maybe done one or two more new songs I think it would have been kind of cool to yeah. It would have been cool if they could have test them out, thrown something, some others that someone released stuff. My my theory is they'll probably t- do won't let that happen until they, they do start doing the actual big shows. Yeah, the Japan dates probably. Yeah, that's kind of lame though, because this was kind of supposed because they they build it as this like special one off tiny show, so you would think that they would. That's a little more. <laughs> I think they were also limited in their time, though. Well, yeah. Because, like, we were Taylor talking about Swift Taylor Swift dance party. dance party. And I want to be very clear, this is not a Taylor Swift diss podcast. Oh, we no, love, we love Taylor Swift. We love Tay-Tay here. I, I, heard, I heard some Taylor dissing in the crowd, though. Let us be very clear. We are pro-Taylor Swift on this podcast. Yeah, no. I just would have preferred to hear some more Sum 41 that night than having people come in for 
Taylor Swift dance party. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, but after that, I think we moved. I'm not sure if I'm missing anything here. I didn't write the set list down because yeah. I, I couldn't. We were packed in like sardines. Right. Like it went, we were packed in and it went so fast. It just some of it just kind of like rolled Blends together. together. <laughs> they did another medley of those short songs. Yeah, I, I don't like it when they do that. You don't like that? I mean, it's nice because you get like bits and pieces of a lot of stuff, but I'd rather hear the whole short song. Well, some of the whole, the short songs were in whole, like uh, well, yeah, like what's the really... one? I just know that life's not so bad. It's that's not the name of the song, but yeah. it's it's like track three on uh, the ones that are does like this look infected? 35, 45 seconds long. That or like, are like a, a minute thirty. Yeah, the little transition kind of e ones. But but with words, it's not just a jam. Yeah. Yeah, they played a few of those. I just wish they played uh, Anna Nicole Smith as a fucking cunt. They played that last time we saw them, and it made they me so did. happy. Yeah, because they, they, they were playing... The short songs. The short songs. Well, they played all of them. Yep. The last time. Yep, they just did a few this time. And then mashed in some like older, obscure, like early... Early some forty one songs like uh, half hour of power people. This tonight was your moment. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That made me happy. I, 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 I was like when he said we're gonna do our very first single. I was like, doing fat lip pretty early in the set. Nope, that's not what he meant. Yeah, no, and I, I heard you go. I don't think I know this one at first, and then once it hit the chorus, you were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started singing. I haven't listened to half hour of power in a minute, but I'm probably gonna change that this week because that's a, that's a fun little album. It is a half hour of power. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad they played it because I've heard Derek kind of deride that one in, in interviews like he's like, oh, it's just a demo that got released officially. But I don't know he might have changed his tune since then. Yeah, well, and I mean, I think probably because it's their farewell tour. Again, with quotation marks. <laughs> I It seems like they're trying to to throw more bits and pieces of stuff of everything in there rather than just the current stuff that they're technically touring behind. It will be interesting to see what makes the set when they come back in the fall. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Like, they're going to have to play. Like, they better not do... like Some, co- co- some co-headline bullshit. Yeah, they better not do any co-headline bullshit because they need to play for a long time. Yeah. They better be doing some Taylor Swift level, like three hour fucking. Oh, show. oh okay. You keep 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 pipe dreaming. Keep it pipe dreaming. It needs dream. to be three hours long. <laughs> ah, they can do it. They just, I mean, I know their albums are short, but still, they can do it. So, so you want to hear them do most of the catalog? Yes. <laughs> or at least the first couple records. Yes. I, I I I would be cool with an extended show from them an evening with some forty one. I think maybe, that'd be a lot of fun. Maybe not three hours, but two and a half. I think I, they could go, they could go with a whole hog and do a, a cure show three hours, nice and tight, like a dolphin's butthole. Like I would I would pay. I mean, I don't even think it would have to, because the some forty one songs are so short. I don't even think it'd have to be tight. They could stick around a little bit if they wanted. <laughs> I mean, there's not going to be a whole lot of, like, extending anything, which they don't really do, thankfully. No, they don't do a whole lot of solos and jamming, thank God. We have seen one drum solo, and it was the first time we saw them. That, yeah. (laughs) That was rough. That was rough. But you know what they followed it up with? 
Mm. You remember what song? No. No reason. That was seven years ago. No reason. <laughs> I was but, so excited. To be fair, Frank Zumo is an amazing drummer. So. Oh, the man's a beast. If you're gonna give somebody a drum solo, it should be him. Him or Travis Barker. Him or Travis Barker are like the top tier of this genre. Yeah, they're both. They're both great. They're both great. I, I, I think whatever Frank does after the band, quote unquote, retires, he's going to be a great addition to that band. If he keeps, you know, being a touring musician, I think he'll be a wonderful addition. Um, so where were we? We did the short songs. We did mm-hmm. uh, the new the new tracks. We got some. We got a block of songs from an, an underrated album, in my opinion, Underclass Hero. We got the title mm-hmm. track. We got Walking Disaster, which speaks to my little. Uh, I'm leaving my small town. Fuck you. Fuck this place. Heart. I was I was surprised at how into those songs people were. Yeah, that album gets shit on, and yet you go see it lot see those tunes live, and it's like yeah, the fans, a big highlight. Yeah, the fans were really into those songs, so that's always great to see. Oh yeah, look, like look that album. Like I said, I like it. I think it's underrated. Maybe it's a bit on the long side. You could cut a few, but it's a really good record. It's a really good record. It was a te- an attempt at commerciality. But the songs are quality. So, also, I would, guys, if you're listening, I would very much like to hear "Speak of, Speak of the Devil" when you come back in the fall, please. That's my favorite song on that album. So, just gonna put that out there <laughs> to the world and the universe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are great, and they, of course, they did "Without You" from that album as well. One of our songs, little sweet moments. Um, then of course it was back to the madness. Um, we got a couple more early tunes, follow that up with, uh, still waiting, which was, and that's when shit went sideways for the sly dog and the wife here. Like I said, we'd already been packed in like sardines that, that hadn't changed, but we were, we were managing, we were making it work. Um, even though I was being, uh, grinded on unintentionally and, we had a few people crawl through us. One man's fingers crawled up my side like he was trying to erotically caress me, it felt. But he was just going to the pit. It was the bald dude. The way he pushed between me, it was almost... It was strange. Like, it wasn't, like, forceful. It was just, like, soft, a soft, firm push. At least he wasn't, like, pushing through people like a fucking gorilla like that one guy was. Douchebag! Yeah. I held my ground though. He didn't. I didn't let him push me. Don't he pushed everybody else around me. But it's like if you're gonna you're gonna bowl through like that to get like to where you want to go, I'm not gonna let you. If you're polite about it, or at least like I don't know, not a douche about it, I will let you go. But yeah, <laughs> bitches. There were plenty of people I I moved out of the way for, just not him. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, so, still waiting, I believe, closed the main set. And then, that was about at the one hour mark, believe it or not, which is crazy. That, like, it just flew by. Mm-hmm. And then they came back out, they gave us two more songs. They gave us an old one that I know by ear, but I don't know the name of because they don't actually say the name of the song in the song. Like, I recognized it, but I couldn't figure out what it was, the first song in the encore. Do you remember? I'm tired, so no. <laughs> it's either from Chuck or Does This Look Infected. It's one of the fast ones on one of those albums. I think he said it was Does It Look Infected. Did he? 
Yeah. I don't remember. Sing the song. Uh, you don't remember what the words? No, are? I, I, I don't. It's it's one of those ones that eludes me a little bit. But I know it when I hear it. I know the riff when I hear it. Yeah, and... I think it was one of the ones from Dead of the Soul Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, maybe the Sutless FM will be updated. Was, at that point, I was fighting for my life not to get knocked over. Were you in survival mode? Yeah. Okay. Well, we survived that song, and then we got the obligatory closer of Fat Lip, and chaos is ensued as usual. No confetti this time. First time we've seen them without confetti, which is... I mean, I'm not surprised, given the venue we were in and the... The Taylor the Swift Taylor dance Swift party. party after. Yeah. That would be a lot to clean up in an hour. You know what song Sum 41 did with Taylor Swift, right? No. There Will Be Bad Blood. No, not no. not a good not a good one. <laughs> no, I got a little chuckle that now. <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll I'll try to think of another one before before this is up. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a shout out to the Pods and Sods Network and Craig Smith. Uh, but yeah, so that they closed it in fine fashion, wrapped it up. We left totally satisfied, rocked out. Um, the band seemed really like they were really taken in the moment, soaking it in, slapping high fives. They didn't just run off stage and be like, see ya. Like they were up shaking hands and stuff like mm-hmm. they are. Which is also kind of a change of pace for them. Cause yeah. usually, usually they, they're done and they're one of those bands that's like off stage. They'll wave and then be like, see ya. Like they'll yeah. be peace out. Like, no, he was, they were hanging out, Derek and Brown Sound and Zumo and Cone and. Kruger. <laughs> we don't have a name for this man, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just know whoever you are, dude, you've been great every time we've seen you. You are part of the glue that holds the band together, and I wouldn't be surprised if you're the musical director of the whole project. So thank you. Um, I just don't know your name because you're not in the credits of the old albums. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the credits on the new albums, I'll say it, are printed too small and the booklets are shite. There, I said it. <laughs> Do jewel cases, people, or digipacks. These CD wallet slidey oh. cases. No, I will not. This is my moment. This is this my is forum. This is not your moment. This is my forum. This is not your moment, Whitey. <sighs> this is not your moment. <sighs> okay. Back to some 41. Back to the concert. <sighs> okay, so we left. And we left very satisfied. It was great to see this band. Also left with very sore ears. I'm doing fine, all right. All, actually, that was not too loud for me. I mean, I don't know. It's like my ear canals. Like I don't know. Sounds like I was when I was having issues with my sinuses, honestly. But that's a that's a off the air discussion, I think. Yeah, because like at one point I went to talk and like my ears, some weird poppy thing happened, and yeah, it kind of freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that feeling. <laughs> Have we ever told the listeners our loudest show? I don't know. It was Dennis DeYoung at at the Rose in uh, Pasadena because that venue was too small for that. That venue was too small for anything. Yeah, like other they, than like um, acoustic shows. Yeah, like an acoustic show or like a like a quartet. You or... had the full Dennis DeYoung <laughs> band: two guitars, two <gasps> keyboardists, the bass player, and the drummer in like a fucking restaurant playing at full volume. I think we walked out of there going, the show was good. Yeah, we were yelling at each other. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because we parked at like a mall 
<laughs> like across the street or something. And we were trying to have a conversation about the show as we were walking back to the parking garage. People were giving us weird looks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was just like, I think at the beginning, like when Sum 41 started, it was kind of like loosening some things up in my ears. And yeah. it kind of hurt, but it's not too bad now. I think to bring it all home, this is a good start to the festivities of the quote-unquote end of Sum 41, which I still maintain is not the end. I maintain this is the start of a hiatus, personally. I think uh, Derek, I think he's excited to be a father, and good for him. I'm happy for the dude. Uh, I think he's doing a lot better um, since he got sober. Uh, so since, like, 2015 maybe he's like it seems like he he even looks better each time we see him he gets more muscular each time we see yeah, him he's so not a, a skeleton yeah the first time he he was pretty I mean, he's still tiny tiny man yeah he doesn't look like he could break him yeah no the first time he was pretty real thin yeah. he was still he's not as sickly yeah so he, he's doing good and I'm, I'm happy for the dude the the dude's earned a little rest i i know going out year after year is is hard i i don't doubt that for a second but i just the man seems to love what he does, and I cannot see him just completely walking away from rock and roll. When those kids get a little more, a little older, and it's not so cool to be at home anymore, and he gets a little bored, I think we're going to see the don't come, call it a sumback tour 2.0. <laughs> and we'll be there for it. We will be. We'll be there and for it. He better not be lying about them coming to San Diego for their tour, because I will be mad. If if he doesn't, we'll, we'll we'll make a trek to Anaheim or some shit like that. We will go to Anaheim or Riverside or I guess we can go to L.A. if we have to. I'd rather go to Vegas. You'd rather go to Vegas? Yes. That can be arranged, I guess. As long as it's not summer. It, it said it's going to be a fall tour. Um, so to the Universal Concert Gods, if you're listening, which I hope you are, some 41 with direct support from Good Charlotte is what I would like to see. What about you? I can do that because I need to see Good Charlotte, too. Yes. So make that happen, Universe. Or if not, if we can't do that, can we get some 41 with direct support from water parks? That would make me very happy. Um, how about no? Oh, come on. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. No. Got to get our intellectual property on again. Mm, no. <laughs> no. But no. it's a night out on Earth. Nine. 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 Yeah. Nine. Yeah. I'm going to smack you. All right. <laughs> well, if you're still listening, thank you. Um, this one has gone way off the rails, but it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> People seem to like these, so we're going to keep doing them. Our next review is going to be for the tw for the Twin Temple show. We're excited to talk about some satanic doo-wop. I know really the wife not. is just really dying not. to go. How do you feel about the, the tw Twin Temple, babe? Oh, I hate you. Hail Satan! Yeah, you're you're gonna buy me alcohol and you're driving home. <laughs> you're not gonna be your chauffeur for this. That time. next show is gonna be fun, fun people. <laughs> and then after that, our next review after that, I believe, will be KMFDM. I thought you were going to that by yourself. You agreed to go with me now. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, no backseats. No backseats. It's documented. I did not. It's documented never, on, on never, tape. It, you you might have heard that in your. Tiny little brain. <laughs> Tiny. I never agreed to that. Okay, this is this is a. Do you want to let the listeners down? Do you really want to let the listeners yes, down? Yes, absolutely. But KFFDM is a no. drug against war. No. 
We'll, we'll see you in the KMFDM review, people. No. And in the Twin Temples review. And in a special Valentine's Day episode that's coming, which I cannot wait for you guys to hear. I'm not going to spoil it here, but let's just say it will be a very special thing from us to you. If you make it to Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make it to Valentine's Day. We're recording it before Valentine's Day because the idea is it goes live on Valentine's Day. You still might not make it. <laughs> well, if this is my last will and testament, I want to say it's been a good run. And um, enjoy the uh, final episodes as they are released. Um, for Do you have anything else you want to say, wife, about Sum 41 or uh, the year in concerts or what's coming down the pipes? No. No? All right. Winky, what about you? No, she's sleepy. She is sleepy. Um, well, for the wife, Winky, and myself... I'm the Sly Dog. Peace, love, rock and roll. Everybody's got their problems. Everybody says the same thing to you.
Thank you for listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.